This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business. Because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. Welcome to the Big Business Podcast. Welcome back to another episode where we discuss strategies and tips for running your own business as a solopreneur. And today we will be discussing a client question, sorry, coming in from one of my masterminds clients. She asked me what to do when a client comes to you, but you don't really have an offer for them in your product suite, or as I call it, your product tree. And this can be challenging, um, you know, for you because there are several strategies that you can use to turn the situation into an opportunity for growth. And so I'm sharing with you three tips today uh, so you can actually choose from it because sometimes it can happen that you're you're panicking and you're maybe ghosting the clients. I know that many people do this actually. Uh, so, you know, ghosting means not, you know, not responding to the request and just, you know, letting it go. And that's completely fine if you've done that. But um, yeah, you can always email someone back and saying, hey, you know what? I'm sorry I was overwhelmed, but here I am back again. Uh, so that's something that you can do. Or you can offer something that you actually don't want to offer, but that you're thinking, ooh, ooh, I really, you know, this person really wants me to do this. So I'm going to mold my entire business model around what one person wants. And I'm not even sure if they're my ideal client. <laughs> and um yeah, I mean, this happens a lot. You know, I'm hearing this, you know, from from my clients, and I've done this too. You know, it's it's very very human to do so. So, I thought, you know what, I'm going to help you with this in this podcast. You know, this po- podcast is a build up from a client question, then a question from the audience, and then after that, a question for you. So we're going to start with that client question. So the first tip I want to give you in this is to brainstorm potential offers, right? So someone comes to you, you don't have the offer for them, you actually, this is an opportunity for you to take the time to brainstorm potential offers that align with your skills, experience, and the client's needs. And don't worry too much about having everything figured out yet or perfect. So start with a basic outline and build upon it as you go. So you can also look at you know what other people in your field are offering, or maybe people in a completely different field, but you're but that you're thinking, hmm, I could actually do this for my business too. And you know, really brainstorm, be creative. Don't take too much time on this, but really try to find a way. Okay, you know what? This person wants this and these are all different kinds of opportunities. And Marie Forleo already said it, you've got to start before you're ready. And this is, you know, this is why I'm saying it right now in the first tip is because I don't want you to get stuck into the brainstorm phase and then thinking, I'm not sure if, you know, if any of the ideas that I have are good. (laughs) Um, When you're doing that, uh, so how to be, uh, how to start before you're ready is to really quickly put together a basic offer or a service that you can present to your clients. And so really, you know, if you've done the brainstorm, maybe you thought of of five different kinds of offers with five different kinds of prices and then kind of, not kind of, but see, you know, what resonates most and, and present 
one offer that that's feeling really good. I'm talking more about that later. So also when you're doing that, imagine the customer journey your client is going to go through. So you can start with a lower priced introduction introductory service and guide the clients towards higher priced services or products in the future. And you can also see how you can align this offer with your product tree. And this, you can hear everything about that in episode 63. I'm talking about it because I do believe that, you know, the, the thing that you're going to brainstorm about should be a little bit, you know, in line with what you're already offering. So it's very easy for you to upsell from there. So let me use an example. If a client comes to you looking for help with their social media strategy, brainstorm those potential services or products that could help them achieve their goals. Because just having a social media strategy is not a goal in itself. You know, they probably want more clients or they want more aligned clients. So one of the things that you could brainstorm is a social media audit. So looking at how they're doing it right now, you know, give some suggestions on how they can make it better and, um, you know, and show, you know, what kind of service you can offer them. Then another thing you can do is a social media consultation. So that's a little bit different. It's a conversation and that the, you know, the person that, you know, your potential client wants to know, okay, uh, Sarah, how do I work, you know, how do I create tweets that get 50 retweets? And that's typically something that you can do, you know, if they have a very specific question. Or what you can also offer is a social media management package. So maybe uh, that you're doing that for them or that you're helping them create a template for that or it could be really, really anything. But start with a basic outline of each service or product and present them to your client. And then don't don't work out every, every detail, right? So don't say, we're going to do this, this, this. No, you're really going to say, this is going to be your result. And uh, you, know, you can't promise you know, those 50 retweets, of course, but this is what I'm going to help you with. And you know, how you can explain later. And it's also something for you, start before you're ready, that you're going to figure out. So from there, you can guide them towards higher priced services or products that align with their needs and goals. So maybe if they liked the, the audit, then uh, maybe they will ask you to create one post a week or create an email marketing strategy that aligns with their post or create um, you know, beautiful call to actions. Or maybe you can create an AI uh, prompt or, you know, 10 AI prompts that is going to help them create posts themselves. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's so much possible. And it's, I think, I think this first step should really be you know, very close to, to who you are, what you want to offer, what fits your product tree or product suite. You can go back to episode 63, how to do that. And to, yeah, to, to really find, you know, to really feel like, ah, you know what, I'm actually, I've just created this business, but this really fits my desires and also my clients' desires. So the second tip I want to give you is, and it's, it's actually a very easy way to, to think of something new, is to offer a trial or a beta version or a pilot. So if you're not quite ready to launch a new service or product, or if you're launching many different things and um, 
you know, you don't want to overwhelm your people, consider offering a trial or a beta version to your future clients. So this allows you to test your ideas and get feedback from your clients before fully launching. And I'm currently doing that, for instance, for my thriving program, which I am thinking of turning into a membership. But I know that memberships are, you know, are quite difficult to maintain. And before that, I want to try also myself, see what my clients want, but also what I want, what I desire from it, what works, you know, what promises can I make? And also what, what feedback do I receive, you know, to see how the first group reacts before I'm putting everything out there. So how could this work for you? For example, if a client comes to you looking for help with their website design, but you don't have any design, website design services in your current offerings, considering offering them a trial website design service at a discounted rate. So this allows you to test your website skills and get feedback from your client before fully launching your website design service. So from there, you can guide your clients towards new services that might include other offerings that you are specialized in or that you're saying, you know what, I actually do want to, you know, for instance, if you are already a graphic designer, but you're thinking, oh, you know what, I should actually really do something with website design. This is the perfect way to start that. You're asking people, you're not going to give them anything for free, but you are giving them a discount saying, you know what, I'm just starting out. I really want to, you know, work with this and they are probably already in the trust phase, so no like trust. And so you're saying, I want to give you a discount, but um, it's a trial. So I'm going to see, um, you know, you're going to see if you like it, but me too. So this is a little bit of a risk for the client. And maybe the client says, hmm, I don't want that because I want something, you know, you know, full service and, you know, perfectly, perfectly. Well, then they're not your ideal client and that's fine. And maybe they're saying, oh, I'm actually really happy with that because I don't have a lot of money and uh, I really need this. So, yes, let's let's do this. So also really kind of figure out, you know, what's the mood, you know, who are you dealing with? And of course, your content should be really speaking to that specific ideal clients. Lots of information. <laughs> so tip number three is offer a complimentary service or product. And this is something that I've spoken to about with another client that was half a year ago um, and so let me first give the introduction so when a client comes to you um, but you don't have that offer for them you can actually see if you can offer something complimentary so this allows you to start building a relationship with the client and guide them towards you know your higher priced models so for instance, if a client comes to you looking for help with their PR strategy, consider offering them a complimentary audit, PR audit, or how to write a press release guide or something. And so you can actually build the relationship from there. The thing that I really want to, uh, would want to stress here is that you're using templates to do that or that you're finding a way to give away free information. So. For instance, what I'm doing right here in the podcast is I'm actually giving away a lot of free value. But the reason why I can do it is because it's being broadcasted. Many people can actually listen to it. Uh, you know, it's not just for that uh, one, one person and a very personalized advice. 
of course, I'm trying to help you as you know as much as I can. And um, yes, I think if you would listen to every podcast episode, actually, you know, up until now, you can already build a proper business, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but the thing is that you know that I, I'm not giving very specific specific advice for free. And you know, for instance, with the with the PR the complimentary PR audits. Yes, I've done this also. Um, I have done, when I reached 3,000 followers on LinkedIn, was a couple of weeks ago, um, I offered a free LinkedIn audit and uh, profile audit, you know, uh, profile review. And I, and I, I used a template with that. And I sent uh, five-minute looms for free. You know, I said, you know, everything about the profile picture, head, head image, you know, all the, all those different things. And, um, you know, I helped them make it better. And they did actually, you know, they got back to me after a few weeks saying, yeah, yeah I changed this or that or this I didn't. But, you know, but I was using a template. So it was very easy for me to to do that. And yes, it cost me time, but you know, these were people that I, that I really liked, uh, that might be a prospect client. Um, but it's also something for me to, to try, you know, see if I want to help people with LinkedIn. I don't have a LinkedIn offer yet. I do have a training called converting content, which is actually, actually also about how to create content for LinkedIn and, you know, any other, uh, social media um, platform and actually to save yourself a lot of time and be consistent anyway so it's really more of a system but um, yeah and I could have actually I could have offered that uh, to those people but so you know you always kind of think about that and actually I could have done that better whilst I'm talking about this I'm thinking maybe you're noticing because I'm a little bit <laughs> I'm a little bit slower. I'm thinking about this while I'm saying this. I could have actually offered them something, you know, really small saying, you know what, if you like this, you can also, you know, purchase this or do that. And, you know, my converting content only cost 33 euros. I could have done that. I didn't do that because I didn't really think too much about that. Um, and, it, and it was okay for me. But next time I will. I did gain many followers though. So, yeah. Um, you know, what's better? <laughs> In conclusion, when a client comes to you, but you don't have an offer for them, it's very, very important to start with a basic outline of potential services or products. So consider offering a trial or beta version or offer complementary service or product that aligns with their needs and yours goals. And by using that start before you're ready, Marie Forleo method and, you know, find ways on, you know, what could be a possible upsell in thinking about the, the customer journey, you can really turn the situation into a win-win for both you and the client. And so if you're finding it difficult to put yourself out there, you can listen to episode 66, so the previous episode, on how I'm sharing why you're never really ready for the next step. And if that makes you, you know, that's, that's the thing. That's the annoying thing. You always think like, yeah, once, once I reach this milestone, I can do that. But it might be that you're never, never really reaching it because, you know, you're not asking for help or, or anything, or you're not feeling ready. That's what I'm explaining in the previous episode. So if that actually, you know, if you've listened to the episode and it's makes you a bit anxious, 
to you know put yourself out there, then it might be time to look for the deeper reason of why you're not able to do that. And figuring out what do you need to feel confident? What is something that is stopping you right now? Maybe your offer you know, doesn't make any sense. Maybe you just really don't like it. Um, maybe, maybe you're afraid of what people might think. Maybe you're afraid of the current audience that you're having or that you have one follower that is always very annoying and that you actually should block. Maybe talk, uh, take some time to talk you, to your friends about this upcoming week and let them convince you that you are really, really worth it to be seen and work with and make money. And now it's time for one of your questions. Hi, Sarah. This is Hugo from Amsterdam. I have a question for you. Um, I'm doing a lot of different things at the same time and I always have new ideas and I get sidetracked by my own ideas. I have ADHD and I think it's a strength actually, but um, I start so many things and I do finish a lot of things also, um, but the totality of projects, some are profitable, some are a little profitable, some are not at, not at all. Um, the total of projects makes it kind of hard um, to get a clear image of what my business is and should be. So I'm kind of lost for a business identity. Um, do you have any suggestions how I can, um, well, make this work more aligned without losing the fun element of doing everything? Beautiful question, and uh, thank you for being so open about um, your diagnosis. And what I'm hearing is a lot of different questions, different things that you want to want to you know want to be answered. And so, I think I'm going to answer these a little bit more generally. And I think the three questions or tips that I'm sharing with you will help you create a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, a little bit less chaos. So, you know, you might find it, you may find it helpful to focus on finding the common themes or threads that run through your business rather than trying to juggle too many individual details at once. And this can help you simplify your messaging and create a clearer, more effective marketing strategy but also what you're saying, you know, what you want from your business and what your story is about your business to you. <laughs> so here's a few tips. Um, I want you to first identify your core values. So what is most important to you in your business? What motivates you to do what you do? And this can really help you uh, create a marketing message that resonates with your target audience, but uh, it is also what makes your business unique. And, you know, really finding that reason why you're doing things and also a little bit, you know, about what I'm, what I was talking about previously in the first part of the episode, you know, that is also going to make it easier because, you know, it might be that you have ideas, new ideas all the time. And then, you know, having those core, clear, core, core, 
clear core values can also help you decide which products or services you have to offer or not, and also if they should be for free or, or paid. Yeah. The second tip I want to give you is to clarify your mission. So what is the ultimate goal of your business? So first, it's your core, core values. It's things that you find important, you know, the way do you, that you want to do things. But actually, what do you want to achieve in your business? What problem do you solve for the world? Or what do you need um, for your clients? So if you are having this figure out, you can better articulate the value that you bring to the table, not just for your clients, but also for yourself. You know, what is the ultimate goal of your business? What do you want to achieve? And actually, you know, you're thinking maybe, "Mm -hmm, yes, I know this, but actually really do it. Write this down. Don't, you know, don't keep it in your head, but, you know, make paper a part of this process and your pen or you know, your laptop, if, if that's your thing. But really write this down. What do you want to achieve? And the third one, and that's going to help you in your messaging more, is to really focus on the benefits and not the features that you're offering. So one of my clients in my mastermind, uh, and uh, actually they just graduated. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, one of my clients, she um, she had a lot of um, different features in her business and that's actually what she advertised on and you know she's got loads of clients so that's not the pro pro problem but because she has all these specializations and she, and she was working you know really from specialization to specialization she was kind of forgetting the results for her clients so what do her cl- her clients actually want they want to have a results. And it doesn't really matter to the client what kind of specialization she has to help them. So try to find a way, you know, the common thread, how will you make how will your product or service make their lives easier, better, more enjoy- enjoyable? In what day, what way do all of your products or services benefit others? What is the common thread here? And be open to yourself about this. Right. So about these three things, why are you starting this? And before you're starting something, what do you want the result or the outcome to be? How can you see your output in a larger perspective? So really, really have your message clearly and effectively doesn't only benefit your clients, but also you. That's actually what I'm hearing and finding the common themes between everything that you're doing. So, you know, if you're creating that product tree, which I spoke about earlier, if you're creating that product tree, you'll really see the common threads and also maybe connect the things because maybe now they kind of feel like they're all different loose ends, but the thing they have in common is you. (laughs) And so what are maybe the connections that are still missing that you can make? So write this down, you know, draw this. That's also why I created a product tree to see, oh, you know what, this is, you know, this is something that is growing. This is something that I can, uh, I can grow. Maybe sometimes I need to let it rest because it's cold, but, you know, Using that analogy really worked for me and also my clients to see the connections that are there, um, you know, that you can make and also see, you know, the bridges that you can build between the different branches. And maybe, you know, you know, one of the bridges is a new product and, you know, you can work from there. So really trusting in yourself, your product tree, 
and everything that you're putting out there, finding a common common thread and, you know, also a little bit embrace the chaos, but kind of, you know, stop the chaos, chaos by building those bridges in everything that you're putting out there. Now I have a question for you. Today, my question for you is to brainstorm an offer which you haven't done or put out before and send the offer out to five people on your list. Let's see what happens. Yes, I'm really serious about this. You know, really try to put yourself out there. You know, don't be too afraid. You know, think of ways that you can really help your clients, other ways that you can help your clients. And yeah, I want to close with that. Actually, Tuesday, it was uh, the graduation of my mastermind, my three-month mastermind, big business mastermind, uh, and that's my signature program. And I've, you know, there's so many great things were happening actually for the past three months. And every time in graduation, we're talking about, you know, what every, everybody has, has done. And, uh, you know, there was so much that we, we've spoken about. And, you know, the, the main thing was, you know, of course, you know, they learned a lot of new skills, but also they really know how to continue with confidence, you know, in, in what they're, what they're going to do. And, you know, I was just really beyond proud and, and they, they did amazing. For you, it's, it's an opportunity. Um, May 9th on Tuesday, we're starting the new round of the masterminds. And so, yeah, it's a great way for you to step in. And, you know, if you're liking the things that I'm, you know, talking about in the podcast, Obviously, we're diving way deeper, you know, also what I spoke about earlier, earlier today in the episode, uh, in your specific situation, because, you know, everybody's situation is different. And I would coach you in a very personal way and, you know, really thinking about your product tree and, and, and what you desire. And, you know, those clients decided to to be coached by me. And so if you like that, you can go to bureausbb.com slash bigbusiness and you can find all the information there. Then you can fill out the application form and I will contact you to see if we're a match. I would love to see if we can work together. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Big Business with Sarah. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. If you're ready for your next step in business, you can find out how to work with me in the show notes. Do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes. Have a happy day.